the Wake Forest University Department of Counseling podcast. I'm Dr. Bob Nations, uh, along with my esteemed colleague and co-host, Dr. Shannon Warden. Bob. Yes. Mary Catherine Newsom is on the show. She's with us. I'm excited about this. So, Mary Catherine, what's your official title? To me, you're just like know everything. Like she's my go-to. My go-to. That would be your official title. Mary Catherine Newsom go-to. Yeah. But what is the official title? Um, well, I'd love to get that one implemented. Go to. Yeah. With a pay raise. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh, no, my official title is the Admissions and Student Support Director or Manager. Excuse me. Manager. I gave myself a promotion there. Hey, yeah. we can do that. Yeah. In this episode, and let's just send it on up somewhere, Bob. I don't know. See it's what on can we, now. What can we yeah. do? That's right. <laughs> All right. Admissions and Student Support Manager. Manager. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, then. So, um, Bob, I'm excited about this. It is exciting. Uh, so, and, and I think the story that Mary Catherine represents, the listeners are going to enjoy, too. So, mm-hmm. Mary Catherine, we're usually recording these as if potential students are listening, mm-hmm. current students, alumni, clinicians, yeah, counselor, educators, and other mm-hmm. programs who want to know all the goodness we've got going on at Wake Forest. Yeah. <laughs> That's That's a broad audience. Yeah, it is a broad audience, um, but it's a fun way of uh, just letting folks know who's here and what we're doing to support students in particular. So, um, tell us a little bit about your role. What does it mean to be admissions and student support manager? Yes. So, um, like you said earlier, I'm kind of the go-to for a lot of things. You are. Thank Um, you, and I'm sorry. No, no, that's fine. Um, I like it. Uh, because of that reason, I get to work with faculty, um, staff, and students both on campus and online. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, I'm sure as you've talked about in other podcasts, we have an online program and an on-campus. Um, our on-campus is a lot smaller. Our online is a lot bigger. Um, so in my role, I get to work with students um, from kind of day one. Uh, when they're prospective, um, all the way to when they graduate. I even get to work with alumni. Um, so really, they never get rid of me, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, so I really get to see students grow um, and then turn into excellent clinicians as well. Yeah. Um, so I help facilitate the admissions process. Um, I help bring students on board um, and then kind of walk them through their Two years if they're on the on-campus program or three years um, if they're with us online. Mm. So we've talked with um, Dr. Cashwell about mm-hmm. on-campus admissions. Yeah. And, um, or, and I, I typically say like bricks and mortar campus and online mm-hmm. campus. I'm not sure what's the, the way, but all are good, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us a little bit about the questions you get from students. Either way, uh, bricks and mortar or online, what are some of the questions you get for those from those prospective students, yeah. Um, so probably the most frequent question is, "What's the difference between our on-campus curriculum and our online curriculum?" Um, the answer is there really is no difference. It's mostly uh, the delivery, um, the way in which things are um, conveyed to students, uh, the method. Obviously, one's face to face in a classroom, and the other is online. Um, so. The And timing is the big difference as well. Um, on campus, it takes two years um, versus online, it takes three. That's because on campus, it's a more accelerated pace. You're taking more classes um, at a time versus online. It's spread out more. It's a part-time program as opposed to a full-time program. Um, and it's really tailored to the student 
what works best for them, which option will be better. Um, the the great news is, is that you're getting the same information. You're getting the same interaction with the faculty. Um, we don't have a you know certain teachers or professors who only teach online. Um, we have our faculty who teach in the classroom on campus are also teaching our online students. Um, so you're getting that same interaction with faculty um, who are all awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah all amazing. Um, it's just parceled out a little bit differently. Um, so like, for instance, I'm also a graduate of the program. As you guys know, I was able to be your student many oh, years yes. ago. <laughs> Exceptionally um, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> but when I first started looking, looking at the program, um, I saw that there was only an online option. I thought I wanted to work full time um, while also completing my degree. Um, but then when looking at my own sort of career vision, um, my own resources and things like that, I decided that the on-campus program was a better fit for me. Um, but there are plenty of students who do need to work at the same time who, you know, we have a lot of second career students. We have a lot of working parents, um, a lot of stay-at-home moms as well, military. Um, we have such a diverse student body. Um, both online and on campus, but online enables people to, they don't have to uproot and move to Winston-Salem, North Carolina to get our high quality education and training. Wow. So, so you only thought we had an online or you were only looking at the online? Well, at first I thought there only was an online program. Um, so if you Google Wake Forest University Masters yeah. of Counseling, um, because our online program is so large, we get a lot of clicks on that link. Um, so that's tends to be the first Google result. Um, so I saw that we had an online program, started applying to that, found out rather incidentally that we had an on-campus program. <laughs> so it all worked out. <laughs> We've got some work to do, Bob. We do. We do. That's great. Well, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad there's so much awareness of the online program. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. We're reaching a lot of people, a lot of states. In fact, do we know how many states we're in right now? 30? Oh. 36? 36. Yeah. That's That's amazing. the last number I've seen. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, so, um, and you know, so it's it, the, the campus, the bricks and mortar program has been in place for 50 years. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the online is like six, seven years old, somewhere in there. Yeah. So I'm thinking the campus, oh. we got to do a little bit more to... Hey, we're here. <laughs> yeah, and and that's a big difference too. Of on campus has been largely word of mouth yeah. um, versus online has sort of um, we really embraced like that technology. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, um, and we we also were just to toot our horn a little bit. Toot, we also toot away. Go ahead. <laughs> we were also one of the first brick and mortar schools to yeah. come on with an online campus. I mean, mm. I'm sorry, an online program. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. it's a great thing. I mean, we talk mm-hmm. a lot about innovation, and then yeah. when you are the innovation, you know, or part of yeah. the kind of the frontier, the uh, pioneers of that frontier, it's amazing. And, um, you know, Bob, we've talked about it a lot, just the investment, mm-hmm. the belief that we have oh, in yes. our clinical mental health counseling or school counseling mm-hmm. programs. Um, those master's degrees are ultimately doing what we all felt called to do is to change the world, you know, uh, yeah. help people. And so with the online now, in addition to the uh Bricks and mortar. Uh, I need a better phrase. Bricks and mortar. Just Bob, work on that. Get back to me. <laughs> Get back to me, Bob. Um, but Sean, I got homework. Me, you got more homework. Damn it. Um, but it's exciting uh, to to have led the field, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like even though there are more uh, people at the party now, we're we're still 
we're still who we always were, really kind of leading the way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Um, we have there's so much energy with the online students, um, and I will I will say just I, you might have talked about residency already, um, but just because you're an online student doesn't mean that you don't get some of that on-campus experience. We have residency. Um, you'll come twice um, during the course of your program. Students come onto campus. It's from a Thursday night to a Sunday afternoon. Um, you, it's a, There are long days, <laughs> um, yes, just are. to be fully transparent. Um, but you get that one-on-one time, uh, that face-to-face time with your uh, faculty and your cohort, which has been a really powerful experience for yeah. a lot of our students. Um, you get a chance to work in the community. You get a chance to practice all your skills um, face-to-face. It's one of the highlights of the program. Um, so just because you're an online student, you're not missing out on sort of that face-to-face on campus. That's right. Time. Um, and you said earlier when students ask, what's the difference? And there is yeah. no difference. And that's mm-hmm. another point of pride for us that, you know, um, to, to be a KCREP accredited counselor mm-hmm. education program, we needed to have been able to do them well and the same. Yes. And so there really is a parity from one to the other mm-hmm. such that students can trust they're getting the same content, the same program mm-hmm. experience, the um, same training. Yeah. Um, I also want to say, too, as you were talking about residencies, uh, Mary Catherine, it made me think of just the cohort model. So what I usually will hear from students is, is you know, because they come in together, they go out together, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and, and there may mm-hmm. be, you know, for life, because life's always happening, there may be something happens in life and they maybe need to postpone or delay or reconfigure their plan yeah. of study. But by and large, most come in together and they go out together and as a cohort. And um, so there they are. They will be saying, you know, it's it's cool. We've been working in triads, working on counseling skills, or we'll see each other virtually, you know, mm-hmm. in these rooms. But now we're here together and yeah. all the more connected that they feel because of that. So I think it's two things that kind of just peaked there for me was mm-hmm. um, just the connection is possible uh, as an online student. And um, that, you know, those residencies really are a special part of what we're doing, too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. So. Um, now, so those are some of the questions you're in the online admissions. Cause I got to think, Bob, if I'm a student at this point in time, which by mm-hmm. the way, I'm an awake alum myself. So I was here yeah. from 96 to 98. I mean, honestly, uh, email had just really like email was really a thing <laughs> by then. Yeah. I remember in 92, I was at Elon, a first year at Elon and, um, you know, email was just starting to, you know, be the thing. And so then the internet and all that's yeah. kind of cool and makes me feel a little funny <laughs> kind of old in a way yeah. but anyway you're on you know, the forefront I was that's on all. the forefront yeah. thank you for reframing that uh-huh. for me counselor um, so yeah so student has to be wondering what makes a quality applicant to come into the online program yeah um, so I would say the same things that make you a quality applicant oh, okay. for on campus okay. um, so Dr. Cashwell probably spoke to that I'll certainly speak to yeah. um what we look for across the board. Um, So a self-starter, particularly for any graduate student, is really important, but especially online. Um, We look for self-starters, people who um, don't necessarily need that day-to-day structure of the classroom. Um, A lot of folks who are applying are second career or um, their parents or, you know, they – 
that's not a problem for them to structure their day. Mm-hmm. Um, we look for a lot of things that we can't teach. We can teach time management. We can teach, um, you know, the more academic stuff. Um, the things that we really look for are a willingness to help people, um, sort of that higher calling. Um, we pay a lot of attention to your personal statement for that reason. Um, those um, character references that you'll give us in the application process are very important. Um, those are the things that make you a good counselor. Things that make you a good person can really help make you yeah. a good counselor. Um, that willingness mm-hmm. to listen. Um, and just across the board, I would say, um, whether on campus or online, the most important thing is to come in with a willingness um, and openness to receive feedback and to mm-hmm. make changes based on that. Um, in your work with clients, a lot of what you're doing as a counselor is just giving them some feedback, reflecting things to them as they're happening in their life, their feelings, um, the situations that they're in, and you're offering some feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to them what they do with it, much like it will be up to you as a student what you do um, with the feedback that you get in the program, which is often highly personalized. Um, faculty are excellent. As an alum of the program, can attest to that 100%. Um, they're excellent in doing that. So coming into the program with that mindset of this is going to challenge me on a personal level. Um, I'm going to have to do a lot of my own work, not just academically, you know, pen and paper, that kind of thing, but personally um, and being willing to accept that feedback and have that experience that your clients will have. Um, that's really important. Mm. Uh, I mean, uh, you and I can say that, but I love hearing it from her (laughs) right now. So really fresh out of the student role and uh, survived and thrived because Mm -hmm. of it. And I do think, Mary Catherine, I think students and Bob, I think that Mm -hmm. students will sometimes miss that very important point. I just just want to come and get my education. No, you're going to come and be changed. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Not because we're your counselor, but because we care about counseling. We care about your future clients and Mm -hmm. we care about you. And we're going to be working and and expecting you to be open and willing to look at yourself and make necessary changes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that work you do in your clinical experiences um, as a student Working with clients, as I'm sure you guys know, changes you. Yes. I mean, you you learn something from everybody that you interact yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just coming to the program and being willing and excited to have those experiences, yeah. we really look for that. Um, we can't teach, you know, having a heart for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we think that that's what the world needs a lot of right now. Right. Mm-hmm. That's well good. said. It is. And just to add on to that, too, yeah. once again, what we're hearing is it's the same qualifications of applying for the on-campus brick and mortar. Yes. I'll yes. come up with a better mm-hmm. word and find Thank it later. But <laughs> for that, too. <laughs> but this, the same expectations for yes. the GRE yes. um, mm-hmm. and GPAs and, and right. all that, as we talked about earlier. That's so right. it's the same, same, same expectation. It's delivered in a different way, though, at times. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like the interview and the vignettes that they do yes. will be recorded yeah. Yeah, and interview that. online. So and if so, you get, you, you, ad- mm-hmm. you apply, okay, so you're going to get information, you mm-hmm. apply, yeah. you're uh, hearing back maybe from Mary Catherine, from other people who can give information. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't come to campus for you an don't interview. don't come to campus. We'll yeah, do correct. it all online. Okay. Yeah. So does everybody who applies get an interview? 
or no? Oh, if they qualify you're gonna, for you're yes. be screened. So it's yeah. kind of a screening process. Yeah, once you're screened mm-hmm. and you meet the qualifications, you do mm-hmm. have an interview. Okay. Same in campus once again. Mm-hmm. Even though uh, you may apply, doesn't automatically guarantee, you know, because people are really culling through those materials oh, to make right. sure. Absolutely. And, and it's also a very competitive process. I mean, there are a lot of... It is. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. another great thing to be able to say about our, our program is, is people see... And they know the reputation, they see what we're doing, and they feel confident in it, uh, us helping them be able to reach their professional goals. So we are mm-hmm. get a lot of applicants. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're going to get an interview, though. Correct. That's yes, right. that's correct. Um, another difference in the application process, I would say, between on-campus and online is that the online accepts three times a year mm-hmm. um, versus uh, on-campus just accepts one time a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so every fall... They're looking to admit students. Um, that application will always be, or I won't say always, but historically <laughs> it has been uh, due in January. That's when the deadline's been. Um, online admissions tends to be more of a rolling deadline. Um, if you look on the website, on the graduate school website, and you see a deadline on there, say you really wanted to come for next spring, and you look on there and it says the deadline's already passed, send us an email. Sometimes we're able to accept or look at applications after that. Um, We have more of a rolling deadline with them. Um, Of course, if you do miss a deadline, there's always the next semester. Feel free to come on um, and apply then. But the things are a little bit more flexible in that regard with the application process. Okay. So I wanted to go back. So the student has applied, has been, you know, uh, chosen for a a face-to-face and to do the face-to-face interview and then to do the vignettes. And Mm -hmm. okay, so now they're in the program and they just heard, they've listened to this podcast. They've heard us in different venues talk about the feedback and the personal change. But now that student is getting some uncomfortable feedback. Uh Can we talk really (laughs) about that for a minute? What, What if what is that student? Because they heard it, they knew, but uh-huh. now they're experiencing it. What encouragement can we give to that student about that tough feedback? Yeah. Because um, it's not about yeah. dodging feedback. Oh, it's, no. It's about, oh, I know I'm going to get it. Yes. It's not about dodging feedback. Um, I would normalize it, first of all, validate it, nice. and say this is. Skills. It, yes. It's um, everyone goes through this <laughs> in the program. Right. Um, I think this is when the cohort model is so great. Um, I, I mean, it's great all the time, but this is one of the best moments, um, because your fellow classmates are also getting this feedback. It, it's, again, it's very personalized, so they might need to be working on different skills or, um, whatever, but they're getting something similar. You're all going through, um, a very kind of normal developmental process as a counselor in training. Mm-hmm. Um, in your professional orientation class, you'll learn more about that. That's one of the first classes that students take. Um, you either take it your first semester or your second. Um, but we try to discuss that early on of this is kind of what the trajectory of um, counselors in training have been through um, just to normalize that feeling a little bit. Um but yeah, I would say just sit with it. It's really sit hard it. work. It is. Um, and embrace it and embrace your cohort mates. Mm-hmm. Um, really 
foster those connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you put in a plug for be nice to your professors? Oh, yes. <laughs> always. You should always be nice to your faculty. Because we're trying our best. Right? Well, I'm being yeah. funny, but, well, but I mean, we, our heart is there. I mean, we really do care. Absolutely. And, um, and are required even really by the profession, you know, to, to yes. think developmentally and to nurture uh, that trajectory, yeah. um, help them to cultivate the skills that they need. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so it is hard though. Being the bearer of the feedback at times oh, can be sure. difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Giving in to. But I, I want the students to hear that uh, we're not here to weed people out. Yeah. Yeah. The That's feedback right. is not uh, like yeah. that at all. It's not mm-hmm. a competitive kind of thing mm-hmm. about. Um, we admit so many and we're going to weed out a certain group. You know, we yeah. don't do anything like that. We we really look at each person as their ability to grow and want to support them mm-hmm. and have them mm-hmm. become the best that they can be yeah. as a counselor right. and the best uh, person to help uh, those that are seeking them out for counseling as mm-hmm. well. What And that makes me think, Mary Catherine, what would um, you say to, to some potential students for them to think about in entering the program, what are some things that students are surprised about when they get mm-hmm. here and seem to struggle with a little bit? Yeah. So how could they be best be prepared to know what to expect? Yeah, that's a good um, that's a good question. Um, so probably one of the things that surprises folks um, is the course sequence. Um, you'll hear from me quite a bit about that. Um, I handle all students' course sequences. Um, but it's fixed when you come in how your courses are going to be mapped out for the next three years. Um, there's flexibility in that. A lot of what I do is working with students if they need to make a change on when they take a class or if they need a semester off or something like that. Um, but a lot of students are surprised that they won't be taking um, multiple classes at one time. When you first enter in the program, you're only going to be taking one class at a time. Now, those classes are in seven-week intervals. This is a difference between our online and on-campus program. On-campus, you're in class, you take a class for 14 weeks. Um, versus online, that class is condensed. It's the same amount of material, but it's in seven weeks. So, Sometimes I hear from students that even though it's a part-time program, that seven-week condensed period, especially when they start, can feel like more than just part-time, even though it's just one class. Um, So I always like to talk to students about that. Um, We do have a student orientation course. Um, Before you begin your first class, you'll be in this course for about two weeks. Um, You'll be working with me. I give a lot of feedback to get people used to that feedback um, early. Um, You're so good at supporting them and then preparing them for that. <laughs> I too. do my best. Um, yes. And in that, you'll we'll discuss a lot of this. Um, and we try to prepare you for the academic bit that's coming. Um, but, you know, there's talking about it and then there's doing it. And that doing it can always be a bit of a shock, um, especially if you're coming off of, you know, if you've been working for several years, like I did before I came back to school, um, suddenly getting back into the school, like the swing of school stuff can be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would encourage students to use your resources. Um, all those things that you learn about in those first couple of weeks in the student orientation course, use them. Uh, if you're having a hard time, reach out to me. I'm a, That's my whole job. It's in my title, mm-hmm. student support. Um, I'm always glad to help. Um, you're assigned a faculty advisor. They're always happy to help. 
um, and of course your cohort. Mm. That's good. So there's lots of support. You just need to, as, as a um, as a student, have come as prepared and be as open. Mm-hmm. I think is a good theme here, as yeah. open to the experience as possible. Um, really grasping, hey, these these are intense seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Am I ready at this place in my life? Yes, I am. And now I'm going to just like really week by week mm-hmm. work it out, figure it out, get help, reach out for yeah. support. Um, but it's doable. I mean, we we I don't know how many oh, yeah. cohorts we've graduated now, but I mean we're we're on six, cohort seven, yeah. eighteen right now. Eighteen. 18. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's pretty amazing. Um, the people who felt the same call, who feel the same passion to help people, they've come before students who may be listening or, or prospective students who may be listening to this right now, and they have done it. You can do it. Uh-huh. Um, it won't be without a few um, challenges, just mm-hmm. of adjusting. And, uh, but, but what, when, when, and when are you not going to adjust in life? You know? Right. Yeah. Um, I know that was some of the best advice to me before going to get a PhD. You're just going to be somewhere three years from now would have been able to do it. Might as well go ahead and do it. Yeah. And the same really for folks who feel called to get their master's in clinical mental health counseling mm-hmm. or school counseling. Absolutely. Well, Mary Catherine, what else? Have we asked you enough questions? What else did you come with that you need to get out and get the, get the word out? Let's see. I don't. I don't have anything else in particular, All right. other than just come on down. Come We'd on. be glad to have you. <laughs> Outstanding. We need some theme show music or yeah. something. Yeah, we do. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, listen. We think you're the best, and we're so we glad do. you're oh, here. Thanks. So, prospective students, current students, alumni, you're getting to work with you. They all know. Um, you're great. We count on you. And and honestly, that's kind of the feel for us around the whole department. I mean, it's a um, we're not silos kind of people. You know, we're not uh, mm-hmm. we, we really are interacting with each other a lot. Um, we're here together on campus. Uh, we're seeing students face to face. We're seeing students online. But mm-hmm. it's the same group of people really hustling because we believe in this program. Absolutely. And we believe in our students. Mm hmm. Bob, Mary Catherine, that was awesome. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, Mary Catherine. Ooh, Bob, you know yes. what we did. We did it again. We did it again. <laughs>